I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform, and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it, and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which, from personal experience, I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often, so stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. The problem with the philosophy of Stoicism, if there can even be said to be a problem with Stoicism, is that it is easily perceived as stodgy and distant, detached and emotionless, even unkind and unempathic. Part of the reason for this is the West's increasing intolerance for Western philosophies writ large, especially those which are perceived as unenchanting or stern. In the West, we no longer seem to desire coarse language or direct instruction. Instead, we want soft, metaphorical language which is open to very personal interpretation. Your average American thinker, for example, might call Stoicism detached, and they would use that term in a bad way. But they would use the term enlightened to describe the practice of detachment in many Eastern philosophies, such as Zen Buddhism or Hinduism, even though detachment in these Eastern philosophies is the same as in Stoicism. There is no functional difference between detachment and apatheia. That's what the Stoics call detachment other than the lack of whimsical poetry and talk of reincarnation or life in the hereafter, which is notably absent in the latter. The term stoic is more often levied as an insult than as praise. The modern word apathy comes from the word apatheia, of course. And what do we think of someone who is apathetic? We say they do not care. We suggest that they lack compassion, that they are unconcerned with a great many things, if not with everything. But again, what do we say of Buddhists, who refer to their apathia as detachment? We say that they are enlightened and wise, right? Stoicism, while it may be poetic in some ways, isn't poetry. It is, in a way, straightforward, straight talk, tough love, maybe. But in many, many ways, it is teaching a doctrine very similar to Zen Buddhism. It just does so, for the most part, without poetry, metaphor, or talk of nirvana and otherworldly spiritual ascension. Instead, Stoicism is firm. It is direct. And the language it uses to describe its tenets are unfortunate in terms of modern adoption. 
There is talk of virtue and providence, and when was the last time you heard those words used outside of a church, or a courtroom, or a ritual ceremony of great pomp and circumstance? The very vocabulary of Stoicism is antithetical, in comparison to 3,000 years ago, to how soft and comfortable modern times and modern individuals have become. Many believe we have no use for tough love, for straight talk, for direct or goodness forbid coarse language. But is that true? Perhaps we will figure that out in future episodes. But for now, let me wrap up this introductory trailer with this. Stoicism's primary goal is not to train you to accept things the way that they are, to then throw your hands up in the air and say, que sera, sera, and steal your heart to all emotion. Instead, its goal is to condition your mind to cease its arduous struggle against what is, so that you might move on from being stuck in a state of perpetual lamenting of circumstances and begin, instead, to focus on changing those things in your life which you can control and which, once controlled by a virtuous mind, transform you, your community, and your world into something better. This podcast breaks down the tenets of Stoicism practically, so that you can understand their purpose and begin applying them in your day-to-day life, because, frankly and honestly, you need to do so. In fact, we all need you to do so. My name is Tanner Campbell. I've been practicing Stoicism actively since 2014, and I'll be your guide on this journey through the formative Stoic texts as we try to derive an understanding of Stoicism which helps us to deploy in a practical way the daily use of its most important and most beneficial aspects. So thank you for listening. I am glad you are here, and we'll talk soon. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.